This is CarCast, where Scott drives in his car and talks to himself. Hey, uh, I guess this is episode four. Actually, I'll tell a little story. I'm away to work this morning. I think, no, I'm away home from work yesterday. I was, um, I recorded um, for episode four, and I was um, talking for like 25 minutes. I was real deep into this long story. Um, I had gone down some rabbit trails. I was I, I had I had a lot of content, and um, I got a phone call, and the phone call interrupted the recording, and. Um, I lost it all, and I don't really feel like doing it again right now. I, it was kind of a unique story, and it was um, it was actually not really what I intended to talk about at first, anyway. And so I'll probably I'm probably kind of glad that I didn't end up keeping it and, and publishing it. Um, I I, I kind of want to be more specific and break it up into a couple of specific episodes, so. Um, here I am again, anyway, uh, working on episode four. Um, so I, what I've been thinking ever since that happened and I, I look back on what I talked about and I realized that it was really a, a handful of different topics. And I, you know, a couple of times I caught myself mentioning things and then saying, that's a whole other story. I'll dive into that later in another episode. Um, <clears throat> so, instead, I'm thinking episode four. I'm just going to talk about things, potential topics for future episodes. Um, and I'd really be curious uh, about what um, is seems like the most intriguing topic and what people would want to hear about. So if I, if I just spend a couple minutes rambling off a couple of potential topics, you know, things that I could probably dive pretty deep into for even a half hour, um, each and explain and, um, and really explore I'd be, I'd be really interested in getting some feedback from listeners, which can be done directly through the Anchor app if you're following me on Anchor um, or uh, other means if you have contact information um, for me. Um, feel, feel free to reach out. But um, I, I, think, I think this would be interesting. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just start laying out some topics and... Um, see if anybody gives me any feedback on which ones they would like to hear me dive into and then next episode unless I get feedback before probably tomorrow I'll probably um, make another episode continuing my story of my uh, early careers in the military and and, uh, civilian careers um, and personal life for the next episode so before I uh, do that, I'm going to do this. So, 
I think if I think about different things I could talk about um, that seem like they might be somewhat interesting to somebody. I'm not sure who. I'm not sure which ones different people might want to listen to. Like some of my family might not want to listen to my stories about ourselves. Um, some people in the military probably wouldn't want to hear about the military as much. But um, I think there's some subset, some group of people that might be intrigued by each of these different kinds of stories and, and topics. And so I'm hoping to eventually hit a good number of them. But I think if I go back to as early as possible and just start rambling off potential things, um, I think there's probably some interesting stories about, about growing up. Um, you know, just random stories about things that we did in our childhood, things I remember, uh, me and my siblings doing, uh, silly games we played, silly activities, kind of the things that we were interested in together that we, uh, ways we would spend our free time, you know, we did all kinds of different stuff, Hot Wheels and, and, uh, computer games, old computer games, um, PlayStation, uh, man, all kinds of sports in the backyard, in the street, with neighbors, doing all kinds of different stuff. Um, you know, if anybody's a single child and doesn't know what it's like to grow up with three siblings and all within five years of each other, um, there's probably some interesting stories that I could, I could talk about. Um, about halfway through my childhood, uh, we moved away from uh, Cincinnati to Lexington that was an interesting time. There's a lot of interesting stories from, from my time in Lexington, but even just what it was like to, to leave the only town and only school and only friends you knew um, and go somewhere brand new, somewhere very different. Um, some highs and lows, lots of uh, emotions and, and unique stuff and, and uh, um, I don't know, interesting stuff that somebody might find interesting from there maybe my uh, high school time um, sports wrestling um, you know how how I did or or you know me and my brother wrestling together having our dad as the coach um, relationships you know teenage stupidity um, let's see, my first car, which really wasn't even mine, was borrowed, um, and I destroyed it, and I still kind of feel bad about that, um, but what are you going to do now, right? Um, going to college, that was, uh, you know, a f- interesting time, some fun times, Got really close to some of my, uh, my best friends, um, learned a lot, struggled a lot, cheerleaded in college, um, lots of weird stuff going on around that time frame, um, but then basic training, 
you know, I could I could probably talk for a while just about basic training, uh, getting into the military, what it's like to join the military, what it's like to um, you know, go through basic. I think basic's different even now. It was different when I went compared to when, you know, 20 years before, but even just 10 years later, uh, kids coming out of basic have very different stories about what they're allowed to do, what they have, um, having their cell phones and stuff like that. We didn't have, we didn't have that. We had to sneak similar, uh, situations when we could, but, um, it's interesting stuff, basic, you know, joining the military, what that's like, um, what else getting into um, my civilian career there's the uh, you know getting lucky enough to to land a um, a job inside of a career field without really getting a degree and going through college and you know gaining the credentials you're really lucking into a position, an opportunity, and um, what that was like, and uh, how that kickstarted my career. I, I really, I think there's a lot of meat on the bone when it comes to that startup itself. Um, my experience at that startup, what it was like to work there, um, business strategy, you know what I did for the company and what the company did for me and what what we did as a team um, going to trade shows was interesting traveling for that um, all kinds of weird stuff about you know people in the business not being experienced on traveling for business and me not being experienced either but um, you know trying to spend our personal money while we're out of town for business because we feel bad for spending business money just just because we were naive and and dumb um just all kinds of different stuff mistakes that i think were made by the business um mistakes that were made by people just all kinds of stories there that's it's a very interesting situation that not a lot of people really get a good eye a good good view into um not not very many people get to be a ground floor at a at a startup that is still still going on you know nine years in um they still exist people still work for them they're still selling software um it's just a very different company than the one that i joined and and you know not not one i'd want to be a part of at this point i don't believe so um Let's see, uh, get my first real, quote-unquote, real job as a developer, um, making real developer money. That was very interesting, um, kind of a culture shock, and a, a really, really was the you know, jump-off point for my personal, um, I don't know, beliefs in myself and my, in my value. Um, as a developer, really the first time that I w- was paid a developer's salary and um, really showed me what was available out there um, for me. So that was awesome. Uh, I could talk about that and a couple of the jobs that I had um, 
at the very beginning of that period of time. Um, the military going to special schools, becoming EOCA certified, what EOCA is, um, you know, getting deployed and doing EOCA tasks, being quote unquote the EOCA guy um, for my unit, um, you know, doing route clearance, finding IEDs, um, what that's like. Um, not finding IEDs, having IEDs find you, what that's like. Um, you know, I got some really detailed stories about my time over there and and what I did and what I saw and, and um, I think I I could I could dive pretty deep into a lot of that stuff. I think that might require maybe a an interviewer because I I would be prone to probably not think of every story or, or you know, dissect everything as far as I could, but, um, I don't know. Um, that's another interesting thing is that my, when I got deployed, so up until I got deployed, I, right before I got deployed, I was married, um, so I was starting a personal life that, that really had value and, and responsibility. I was in my career at a startup. I, I had a job, a civilian career that, you know, had responsibilities and obligations and, and value. Um, and then I had the military. And when I got deployed for that, it obviously trumped the other two as far as my responsibilities. I had to go overseas and do a job for a period of time. And um, that really set off kind of my mentality of how those three different portions of my life work together and work against each other and how they, the interplay between them, um, you know, it's hard to really push in any one of those without pulling from another one, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, if, if you if you think of you know your life, your time, your energy, your resources as a as a pie, and um, you can only cut that pie into so many pieces. And if you cut three pieces out of that pie, or they cut cut the pie into three pieces, um, one is your civilian career, one's your military career, and one's your personal life, your family. There's only so much pie, right? So you have to figure out how big each of those pieces is going to be. And ideally, each piece is exactly 30, 33.3%. You know, one third of that pie goes to each one. But that can't always be true. When you're deployed, 99% is going to your to the military when, when you're, you know, at, at home in the evenings after work. Ideally, your work gets chopped down to 0.01%. And and you are dedicated to your family unless you got to do some PT or something for the military or manage something because you know you have people reporting to you in the military. So these, these that kind of interplay, that management of those resources and your personal time and your energy between those three 
you know, competing forces is, is a really interesting dynamic and it's very difficult to manage. It's, it's really the cornerstone of um, a lot of the issues and a lot of the stress that I experience when I'm pulled in one of those directions because um, I feel like I'm being pulled away from the other ones and, you know, you just can't... It's impossible to be perfect on every front and give everybody the exact amount that they need you give every obligation the exact amount that it needs in order to be successful in it you know um you want to give 100% to all three and you know that's impossible when it comes to time and energy and you know space in your brain and all, all those kinds of things um so I, I could probably dive into that a lot more and dissect give examples of times that they competed against each other in ways and, and you know, financial, time management, uh, being away from home. Um, an interesting survey that my wife just got in the mail from the Army. Just interesting stuff, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's an issue that is pretty unique to the Reserve of the National Guard. Obviously, active duty has family and military because they don't have a civilian career. Um, everybody has family and job, right? Every married person, at least. Has to, has to balance their family and their job, work-life balance. But in the reserves, National Guard, you gotta you gotta manage all three, and uh, it is not easy. Um, so there's that. I really I really think about. Um, I was thinking about the major leaders that I've had in my life. Um, you know, civilian career leaders, um, military leaders, um, you know, personal friends and family that I would consider influential and, 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 um, you know, leaders in my life and, and what I feel about leadership and, and, um, you know, what I try to bring to the table for my soldiers and for my kids and for my wife and, uh, for my civilian co-workers uh, and, um, you know, what it means on all those different fronts. You know, they're all they're all unique. They're all different, but they're all very similar. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else that I think... Um, you know, kind of general topics that I could talk about. Hmm. I can't think of a whole lot more. Um, I kind of just ran through a couple of them as I thought about like my life and chronologically. Um, but if there's anything there that anybody's really interested in and would, would like to hear me dive into first, um, let me know. Because that's really the struggle for me. Is I don't know what to talk about uh, aside from just talking about my timeline and, and where I came from and how I got where I am. So, um, I'll continue that next episode. If nobody suggests that I dive into any of the topics I just mentioned. Um, so feel free to let me know if you want to hear about any of those in particular, or if you have any other suggestions on things that you might want me to talk about or, um, you know, questions that you have for me. 
or um, people that you might want me to talk to. You know, uh, I, I got that one uh, conversation I did with uh, Brad. Um, I'm interested in talking to more people. If anybody wants to talk to me, is it willing and able, um, or have a suggestion of somebody and I can get in touch with them, I'd be happy to do it and very interested. Um, so let me know what you think and please provide some feedback and um, hopefully you can listen to me uh, talk about something very interesting in the future. Thank you and uh, have a good day.